boys. Hey, boys. boys. You boys look kind of funny. You boys ain't from around here. You ain't from around here. Shut up and sit down. Oh, yeah, it's going to get real cold up in here right now. Check this out. Nice day to get on a bicycle, take a ride down to the park, pedaling up and down the hills, birds sing and dogs say bye. It is a stretch, but so far what you are hearing is the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hapler, and Jake Von Turing. Have you heard that perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the hard work you already did? Okay, what the f***? What the bloody hell was that? Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Fonder, and I'm here with Lance Appler. Lance Romance, right here with you, my friends. In studio, live. In studio, not live. Well, I am live in studio. You are not hearing this live. Yeah, close enough. Because we don't even know when we're going to publish this one. But, but are you wearing pants? I'm wearing most of my pants. <laughs> by the time this one, by the time this podcast goes live, your beard's going to be thick and luscious. <laughs> no, man, this beard took me like two months to grow, and Matt grew the a longer beard in like four days, <laughs> hour and a half. <laughs> Matt just put his thumb in his mouth and blew against it, and it just like <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> there it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, Evan's not here right now. We don't have Evan with us. No, right Evan, now. but Evan is. Back in the state of Washington, was meant to be here today. It was meant to be here. Not happening. So to Lance's right today, Matt LeGrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? We're here. We're doing it. We're live. All good in the hood. You are looking good today. Oh, man. I feel like uh, <laughs> not. <laughs> not good. Not so good. But that's okay. Backpedal. But there's a catch. There's a Ooh. catch. Mix it up. Backpedal your entire year. Lance, on your market set, go. All right. I wrote. 2021. <laughs> on January 1st, you probably 2021. You probably wrote a lot this year. Yeah. In 2020, I rode almost 14,000 miles. Wow. I am barely going to crack 9,000 this year. Okay. Really? Well, so your back probably slowed you down. My back slowed me down a couple of different times, plus the fact that uh, I did like a full cyclocross season. And during cyclocross, I didn't yeah. do a full cyclocross when season. When you race, you... But when I race, my, your your miles just plummet yeah. because you're spending an hour doing like eight miles or nine miles. Yeah. So you don't do a whole lot. So, But it's all good. Uh, okay, what do you want to hear about uh, 2021? What's, what's, what's best moments, worst moments? Oh, well, How about this? Did you have a favorite ride? Not oh, a race, yeah, sure. just a favorite ride that you did this year. Well, that's a very good question. I don't know if I'm... I have a favorite ride that you did. What? Which one? Thunder Mountain, damn it. Oh my oh, I want to go do that so bad. Thunder Mountain. I saw those pictures, and I'm awesome. like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. That place really exists? That was incredible. Thunder Mountain is a single-track ride near Bryce um canyon national park in central utah it's kind of a one way it's not really one way but everybody rides it one certain direction and it is it is pretty amazing yep i um i did a ride through death valley national park which was was, it was so much fun 
I loved it. It was like during the off season, so it wasn't super hot down there, but I got a bomb down some hill going 40 miles an hour for like nine miles. Oh my gosh. What? It was, yeah. yeah. It was. What bike were you on for that? I was on my road bike. Okay. For that. So you probably hit like 50 miles an hour? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I was passing. Cars. I rem- <laughs> yeah. I remember like the fastest I've ever gone on a bike is like bombing down Sierra Nevada mountains. And like you have to have those long, straight shots. Right. Yeah, there there was a couple sections where the road went on for like fifteen miles and it was dead straight and downhill. I'm like, whoo! <laughs> Still scary. I'm going. Still scary. You yeah. just don't want to hit something, you know. So oh. you, you gotta be able to make sure you can see. But was it better than the descent that we did when we did training camp in twenty twenty? Uh, we the to one where you killed Brigo. yourself. We, Not that b- one. Before you killed yourself. There was that same trip, but before you killed yourself. <laughs> we did a descent into Borrego Springs. Um, what was that called again? Like I, Mana, Montezuma? Yeah. Montezuma that something. sounds lovely. It, <laughs> 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 it was Mana, something Montezuma. Yeah. Oh, that man. descent was a blast. It was incredible. Like you're jamming, nice, long, flowy. Yes. Like Not yeah. sharp turns, turns. But yeah, you could see you forever. You could vomit and fly down it like you're racing, but you still had a chance to look up and take in some of the yes. views. That was spectacular. That was pretty spectacular. That was 2020. Yep. No, that was 2019. <laughs> no, it was 2020. It was before the whole COVID shutdown. We went and did training camp. It was 2019. No, that that was in 2020. No, it was 2019. We didn't go to training camp in 2020. You want to bet? How much you want to bet? I'll bet you a thousand dollars. Well, no, doll hairs. No, <laughs> we went in January of 2020, and we were surprised because we were having conversations at that training camp about the COVID uh, Gosh, virus. Dang came it! Through. You're right. And then it was I not more than two or three weeks later the COVID shutdown shut started, and we didn't get to do anything. Okay. Yeah. So you're right. I'm that was wrong. when that happened. Gosh, I'm wrong. Anyway. <laughs> Jake is correct. All right. Any bad moments? Um, Thousand credits. The back. <laughs> you can just say the back. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I, I had a, a couple of rough moments. One was one was during a race where I I crashed, but it ended up being a very good moment because I still won the race. Yeah. So yeah, and then my back going out on me at the end of uh, September that cut my cyclocross season and whole race season short. You got to do the Harvest Cross Crusade, or no, I not did. the Harvest Cross, the I, Harvest Cross not, series, series, not the Cross Crusade, but not yeah, the Cross Crusade, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did well. I got third um, overall in that whole series in the yep. fifty plus category. That which, was a tough fight, which that was battle too. That was some big hitters in that. Decent, yep. yeah. There were some good people, but. Um, Actually, in the Cross Crusade series had about the same amount of participants. So it, well, it, it, there wasn't like a big jump in participation no. for the Cross Crusade yeah, this year. Interesting that those numbers were pretty similar. It was, yeah, pretty interesting. But um, I, probably the highlight for my year was winning the Cascade Gravel Grinder um, for the fifth for the old people. Gotcha. On the short version. <laughs> old, old person short course. <laughs> On the key old, course. <laughs> old person short course. Um, I, was, I managed to, there, it was a three race event where you had to do three separate races over three days. And I, I managed to win all three races. It's fantastic. <laughs> which was pretty cool. The first day was a time trial, which I won by just a few seconds. Uh, it was a gravel time trial. The second day, was where I crashed at like mile nine, but ended up um, that actually the whole group waited for me to get back on my yeah. bike, which was very cool. Uh, there were a few like 
neutral miles, then I was able to win that race as well. And then the last day was it was it was kind of a climbing stage. It was only like fifty miles, but it was four thousand feet of climbing, and I I managed to win that day as well. I wasn't I you know for me to win like a climbing race is it means all the climbers weren't there. <laughs> but one of the guys who was a climber was in the race, and he definitely outclimbed me. But I out descended him yep. and ended up catching him on the descent. So. Um, that, that was a pretty great moment for me to win that whole, um, for sure for that, that stage race, that gravel stage race. That was pretty cool. I, you know, looking back on my year, I, I counted it up. I raced 43 times. Wow. So 43 separate like races that includes like stage races. Yeah. Um, and I made the podium in 23 of them. That's significant. <laughs> so that's that was way more than uh, I anticipated to make the podium that many times. So that was that was uh, I you know I can't complain a whole lot. Everything completely fell apart in uh, November. <laughs> and I couldn't. Uh, my my back kind of gave it in, but um, but you're still able to do some cool stuff. You got in the van and did some stuff. Um, I I rode in like six different national parks this year and back and forth across the country i rode in like 25 different states this year so i ended up doing a lot of cool stuff a lot of forty thousand miles on your van probably put forty thousand miles on the van this year so it was all good i really i can't complain about this year with with what's happened and even though it all fell apart when I didn't want it to. But, you know, that's life. Yep. You, you know, you, you make plans and they fall apart sometimes. So. so. <laughs> but, but. Keep that, keep that whammy. Oh, okay. There you go. You got a little bit of both. Keep I got that, a little bit of keep both. Keep that first button ready for my backpedal. <laughs> oh. So. That's cool. it. That's enough. Nice. Enough for me. How about you, Matt? Yeah. Um, I looked back and I was thinking about when my ankle really started hurting bad and it was January of of this year. It's been a rough, rough year as far as, you know, being able to do things, but definitely still some, you know, I, I thought about it while, you know, I wasn't listening to Lance's back, but I'll just start thinking about my own stuff. (laughs) That's probably good. (laughs) A smart decision. I think stand by it. Um, I haven't missed a day of training if you, I think there's only been a couple days where I did Evan's morning workout and I counted that in the rest of the year, I've done some sort of swimming, biking or running every single day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Every day for the every whole day. year. Yep. That's good, man. That's a lot, man. No, there's no like minimum. Like there wasn't like a, you have to do an hour like Jake. Yeah. You know, which is actually a pretty cool accomplishment. Um, we'll get to that. Mine. <laughs> yeah. Mine is just like, oh, did you go run two miles? That counts. That's good something. enough or. You know, broke a sweat every day. Broke a sweat. That's uh, that's Matthew McConaughey's. Uh, is that his um, thing? That's his. That's his fitness goal. I just want to break a sweat every, every day. day. Yeah, I think that there's real value to that. Um, I got a mountain bike this year. Hey, I think that was yeah, this, that was this year, right? I don't know. Probably. I think it yes. was. So that's like totally new for me and totally awesome, and I've really enjoyed it. I was able to you know bring that bike and chase cross country kids and like go try some different trails that, you know, I haven't been able to, there's, they're all the trails that I love running on, but, um, but yeah, I can, I can go ride them on a mountain bike now. So that's been really cool part of this year. And, and, you know, I'm not like crushing the mountain bike. I'm not good, but it's different and it's fun. It's a fun bike to be Would on. you say you've progressed though? Meh. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think a lot of it's like, so a lot of it's like 
getting confidence with what you can do and just handling the bike on sure. different, you know, different stuff. I don't know that I'm, I don't think that I was great before and I don't think that I'm good now. It's hard to say if I'm better because there's no but metric. Your confidence there. levels increased a little bit, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. I'm willing to probably That's try stuff that I wasn't willing to right try before. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, you know, I don't know that I'm handling the bike better. So, and and, it, and that's also a really tricky metric to quantify. It is. Yeah. So, um, uh, switch to tubeless. It's, eh. That's an accomplishment. That's, that's something. <laughs> that's something <laughs> different this year that I had never done. Uh, I won my age group at the Columbia River Triathlon. Yes, you did. I was there for that. You I, were there. I was there. That was, the, that was like, I mean, uh, when, yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a rough year, so I don't have a lot of highlights. I'll take what I can get. And, uh, and that was, you know, I was, so I think a, the bigger part of that is that I was able to participate in a triathlon, which I actually was able to do it and finish it. We had fun out there. We heckled people. Oh we, gosh. after Matt's done with the race, Matt and I walked around and fake interviewed people. And we, <laughs> the best interview <laughs> was the so 99 year old who we, was like best sex of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Lou, oh, Lou. Lou Hollander from Bend. World world famous. World famous Lou Hollander. Yes. Yeah. Uh yeah. So um some I would say some of those moments definitely best of the year for sure as far as athletic stuff goes. And uh and yeah, and everything else has gone really well. Work has been so busy, which is a good thing. And I'm having soup, you know, a lot of fun with the YouTube channel and, and that's gone really well this year. Yeah. So yeah, all good things. You still haven't missed a week on that YouTube stuff, have you? No. I don't I'm know how you three do that. years That's or so crazy. into yeah. not missing Fantastic. a week. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. We'll see. Gotta see. I mean, at some point something's gonna happen, but yeah. And I don't have any like in the can ready to save me. <laughs> you're just never you're just, you're just <laughs> never grinding happens. it out every week. Yep. Putting something together. I, I I need if I was smart, which I'm not, <laughs> I would have like five in the can that I could just drop any time so I don't miss a week, but not smart. Well, you've got you've got footage for your yeah. your series. That's true. But but I need to but record. the hell all has to be edited. Yes. And you have to record your intro and outro and all that stuff, yep, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. There yes, are actually it is missing some footage from some people, but yeah. They just don't get included that week. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I and that's why I tell them I'm like it's okay if you, you know, don't send me okay. stuff. So uh, Ray Maker. Holy uh, smokes, on, he's on hilarious. This last one. thing? <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about their camera equipment and his, yeah. like, and w- what was the piece? It just, like, completely malfunctioned when he was actually <laughs> filming it. It was hilarious. Ray's so funny. He was like, yeah, I forgot I even did that. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, filming this this camera robot. So it's like a robot that moves the camera for you so you can get really precise shots and things. And uh, And he was like, it, you know, it's just like an outtake, and he's like, except for when it crashes, which just it did, did right here. And he's like, then he's like, and then it'll just go. It just goes. You're doing your own thing. And he's looking at the robot talking to it like it's a person, and he's like, and it'll just go until it runs out of batteries because there's no off switch. Who makes a robot without an off switch? It's like so funny. He does it much better than, than yeah, I do. It, so. was, it was well done. Uh, yeah. I put that at the end of the video, and uh, hopefully people stuck around to the end to check it out. That was funny. Yep. Cool. Obviously, we did. You did. <laughs> yep, that's it. What you got? What do I got? What do you have? <laughs> it's been a rough year. Well, you could talk about the bad moments. Wait a second. Oh, no. The crickets are still going. <laughs> no. Still going. 
Jake has not missed oh, a yeah. day of writing for the entire year of 2021. However, there's a caveat to that. That's the caveat. <laughs> I think yeah, I'd probably venture to guess that maybe 65 to 70% of those were done on the trainer. Yeah. Yeah, that's no fun, but you did it. You're or still just it like done. mindless on the trainer too, right? Well, I mean... Just kind of floating along, trying to get some, it done. I mean, like when I take like an active recovery day and I'm just going just to do what I was doing, it's, you know, 150, 170 watts, somewhere in there. It's just kind of putzing along, you know, sub two watts per kilogram yeah. and just yada, yada, yada. But for the most part, I try and do something on there. I mean, it's not a true training program. It's a lot of like a little bit of that fartlek approach where you just kind of, all right, I feel pretty good today. I'm going to go now for a little bit or I'm going to go try and get this little segment or whatever. I'm just riding a bike. And there was a chunk of time there after the summer was over where my shoulder just yeah, went was, to crap again. It was not uh, good. It, something happened to it on a gravel ride that we did, and it was not happy times for about six or eight weeks. And it's still like I can so feel it right there. now. I've got like a knot that's up in there. It's kind yeah. of it like starts my shoulder, goes up in my neck, and yeah, it, it is what it is. I don't want to bemoan this anymore. But um, I was just riding the trainer, and I was like, "Do I want to keep doing this?" And I just couldn't stop. So I'm like, oh, "I'll just go ride the <laughs> bike." And for that six weeks, there were some times in there where it was like a little bit of a, you know, a, a jam to try and get things done. But it ended up being more just like exercise. It wasn't like I wasn't right. Riding, it was just exercise. Like I was breaking his what? Yeah. That's kind of how I felt about a lot of the stuff this year. I'm like, well, I, yeah. did, I did something. But <laughs> it's always been for at least an hour. And not for nothing, it's never an hour on the mark. I usually try and go for an hour five, an hour and ten. Sometimes it's an hour and a half, whatever. And I've been trying to get my eight to ten hours in a week, and yeah. I've done that. Some weeks it's been more, some weeks it's been less. So The other thing that I didn't mention that I thought was definitely a highlight of the year was the um, dial flogging rides, which you should mention in your backpedal, because that has been a really neat ride. Yeah, it's been fantastic. It's been fantastic. Really well received. A bunch of people came out. Is this the first year? First year. Well, we did them last year, but we didn't call them the flogging rides yet. We wanted to give them a name. And if, they don't, if they don't have a name of flogging, <laughs> yeah. it didn't exist. It didn't exist. Yeah. So I'd done something earlier, and I s- mentioned something about flogging, and then Carlos, the, a listener, was yep. like, you should call those the flogging rides. I'm like, that's actually a really good idea. And we were good. just like kind of joking that so we knew Carlos that Carlos we named them. It was Carlos. Nice yeah. work. Yeah. But I, I well... I'll give him the credit, but he'd just seen it in a ride post that I'd put it in there. And I think that he's like, you should use that name, but whatever it was, I mean, it was like, it was well-named and Carlos was like, he, he, he coined it, you know? Yeah, so that, that's what it did. So we, uh, what we really, we originally had to call that the fluffy bunny ride, just <laughs> kind of joking. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny <laughs> that too. Was, that was the first thought was yeah. the fluffy bunny. But we ride. knew we wanted to do that because we did it the year before and we had like a, a small amount of people that would come out. Nothing like it was before. It was we like were just calling them team rides yeah, too. Just five to 10 people. And it was during COVID and we were trying to keep the numbers down, but we were having so much fun with like, with that. We said that we we're going to do this next year. It's going to be something we're going to have weekly once the time changes. And I think that more people are going to enjoy this. And the, the notion was like, let's make it race pace. Let's make it be something where people come out and they can kind of experience a little bit of racing, dip their toes in that water. And then we'll try and break the groups out and then try and coach people along, teach them some of the nuances and let them kind of experiment with that so that maybe, just maybe, they'll try an actual road race. Yeah, I can't tell you how many people came out of that and tried road racing or some sort of racing for the first time. And- I can't even begin to like tell you how many people came out there at the beginning of the year and completely changed into a whole different cyclist by the end of the season. Sure. So it was a 26 week series that I think we did every single week. 
and some people came out there and made huge improvements. So that was fantastic, and we're gonna we're gonna do it again next do year. It again, yeah. So there were a couple little snafus, but you know that happens sometime in bike racing. You you touch wheels and you go down, yeah. and you, you learn, and you don't do that again. Hopefully, so there were a couple of accidents, but nothing major. Yeah. It's a sketchy ride. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're going at race pace. You're going at you race know, paces on roads with on cars. On roads with, with cars. There were there were no at a rough time of day. There were no there were no accidents with cars. No. There there were some screaming matches with cars, <laughs> but there were no accidents with cars. Yeah. So I mean, everybody minded their p's and q's. Yeah. I mean, a, b, c, and a d group. And yeah. there was a couple times where some people that just didn't have the experience and didn't know better did things that you're not supposed to do in the course of a race. And sometimes that yields bad results. Yeah. So um, hopefully those people live and learn from that, and hopefully they can help spread the word as to not to do what they did. And you just you kind of keep going on. And those things happen in races too. They do. So um, as yeah. long as uh, they're not being too sketchy and the the elders are teaching and coaching, then I think it's going to be something that we can keep doing. So. Cool. What about uh, dialed the team, like year in review? The dialed not team. year in review, but like backpedal. I mean, like the team's doing great. They did fantastic. The, this year again was uh, a somewhat limited calendar. They didn't right. they didn't really have any road. It wasn't a full year. full calendar. We but didn't have any short yeah. track this year. I think we had most of the mountain biking out there. There was some new gravel stuff. Um, the cyclocross seemed like there was more of it than in a long time, but. The, the race attendance was still kind of down on the whole. Yes. But the the net of it is, is um, the, the team won the barge competition again. So they're the best all-around team in the Oregon Bicycle Racing is, Association. Is the team the, growing? Is it the same size as it was like in 2020 or 2019? How's like, is the, I, I mean, I just don't have any idea. It's grown. If we, it's grown a, <laughs> a little um, bit. <laughs> well, it, if, if some of these people are out there listening, there's a pretty long list of people that I still need to get back to. Um, yeah. It's just we've been so stinking busy. And yeah. we've had some people that have volunteered to help out with the component of bringing on new folks. Um, oh, but then okay. they've had some own life challenges that they've had to take care of. So I've been trying to fit a few of them in where, where I've had time. But, yes, uh, this year we did take on probably about a dozen new people. Yeah. And there's probably another 30 or 40 people who've inquired. So, and it's not like we're trying to be elitist and no, we're not letting you on or whatever. Yeah. It's just, just haven't had time to talk to them. So, there, you know, there's a, there's a vetting process to get on the team. And sometimes it's hard for us to get through the vetting process. And then sometimes people sneak through like Lance. Sometimes <laughs> they let an idiot like me be yeah. on the team. And <laughs> live with our mistakes. That vetting process is there for a reason because we want to maintain the integrity of the team. We want to have that good quality character of a person. And yeah. You know that salt of the earth that we've always said that we wanted to look for. Somebody that's going to give back to the team and be a good person that we want to go out and ride bikes with. It's not a numbers thing. We don't want to let just anybody and everybody on. So it's also not. It, it's not just about winning either. It's yeah. about people who are good fit for the team. We're not yeah. just trying to build the strongest team. We're yeah. we're trying to have people on the team that we want to hang out with. Sure. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm good because I check both boxes. I'm super strong. Super strong. And, you know, and just... And marginally social. The social <laughs> social aspect of it is, you know, really my strength. Where there I you just, go. Okay. That's where you shine. I don't hang out by myself and program <laughs> all day. Yeah, and I also really enjoyed our um, Tuesday gravel and mountain bike rides. We did a lot of yeah. those the course of the year. We did, um, we did yeah. our Fog Hat Fridays again, and that, that was, was super well received. Had a bunch of people come out to those, and our Zwift series that you know went from 
all the way from January to March when we had the, the time change. And that was a good series. And we've kicked off again starting in October of this year to now. I think we're coming up on ride number eight for the year. Yeah, it's ride eight already, believe okay. it or not. Wow. And those have been really well attended. So there's just a lot of fun things that have fallen on the calendar that we go out team and do together. Seems like it's doing well. Yeah, team's doing great. So Team's doing well. Yeah. Team's doing better than us. Yeah. <laughs> That's not saying much, True. though. I can't tell you how cool it is to, uh. to show up at a race or a race venue and just know that you're going to have 10 plus teammates there with you. Yeah. So there's always support. There's always somebody that can help. Yeah. There's always somebody you can sit down and hang out with or it's, it's yeah, you got team tents oh, and you got yeah. bike racks and you got accommodations. Sometimes there's fire pits out there. People yes, have always got food cool. and different things. So it's, it's really nice to have that. It's been fun to be a part of a team like that. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to share about this year? Or should we let that roll? Should you guys we want roll? Are we moving into the topic or are we moving? We got other stuff. We got a real quick um, little thing to do here with uh, Champion. Oh. that guy. <laughs> But um, in, do you guys want to talk about Evan, or should we let Evan do his own thing? Anything that sticks out for you that Evan did? I know that he had a race this recently that we could. I, I wanted him to backpedal on that himself, but did he accomplish anything else great that you want to talk about? He he's he done did, a lot of cool stuff. He did three seventy point threes this year, and did very well in yeah. a couple of this one that he just did in Palm Springs. He did quite well. Yeah, almost broke four hours. It was like Almost broke a PR there, but on yeah. a tougher course, a according tougher course. to Josh Monda. So, so I, um, I, you know, just well, well let's let's say, we'll let we'll him talk about it. it. So, yeah, yeah, maybe come listen to our uh, 200th podcast coming up here. If we didn't already pass well, that, that, that might even it. be in the past. Yeah, you know, yeah you full, full disclosure it. here. This one's <laughs> just going in the can for down the road. We we have a pretty good idea where this is going to land at. I totally just screwed that up, but. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. If, th- if this is our 2021 year in review podcast, yeah. then uh, you can kind of guess when this might be coming out. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Hey, uh, Champ here. What happened in, in the world of bike racing? Champ Bailey here. <laughs> What's up, boys? This will be tricky to do if this is for a future yeah. release. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mostly because uh, whatever I'm about to say will sound dated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there is one thing I really want to talk about, yeah. which was Wout Van Arts. Entry into cyclocross this year. I don't know if you, since when you're hearing this, he's probably already raced several times, but the first race he did Uh in Belgium called Boom, the uh, Super Telenet, I don't know, whatever it is. Okay. Super Prestige or something? Super Prestige. One of the Super Prestige races he he lined up. You know, kind of crazy. He was like on the fourth row, third or fourth row, because obviously he doesn't have a call up. Oh, right. Because. Um, Pitcock was also there. So he's a former world champion. He's you a three time cyclocross world get champion. Like, they should have some sort of like, um, some sort of damn, deal where well, it's like, well, they did. He was on the third, third row, row instead okay. of the ninth row. <laughs> I just feel like you should get front row, like so, front, somewhere along the front row. That third okay. row, is that earned from what he did last year? I have no idea how he ended up on the third row. Because I would actually, if I was in there racing, I, I know that he's going to whoop my backside, but. Not for nothing. I, if I'm out there fighting to get a call up in a, a better position, then all of a sudden they just put him there because he's got the name. But, I'd be a little peeved about that. But if the rules said, if you are a world champion, you get to be on the front row. Well, if, if that's, that's what if that's the rules read, so be it. And if if Lance in you know 1910 when he was a good <laughs> athlete a long time ago, <laughs> you know if he won world championships and he wanted to go up there and be on the front row, then hell yeah, he should be up I there. I could line up on the yeah. front row. Yeah, that's not the way they do it. You could like use your cane. 
That's right. They should. They could blow the whistle, and I could just uh, scoot to the side. <laughs> scoot over, old scoot man. Over. Get out of the way, mustache. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, well, sorry, in the third row. Uh, Tom Pidcock was also in the race. It was his first cyclocross oh. race as well. He is our Olympic champion in the mountain bike uh, cross country race, and Studs. also won. Several road races, as did Wild. I mean, Wild's had an amazing year. It's not a bad, not yeah. a bad year for him. Um, anyway, this super prestige race, um, Toon Ertz and Ellie Easterbit have been the two main guys who have been just back and forth, yeah, just ripping up. Yeah, the Ellie's won cross. The, most of them, I think. Yeah. He's won like five or maybe even six of the races Ellie, thus far. But yeah, Ellie's won most of them. This race, uh, Wout Van Art went out and won by a minute forty. Ooh. Like you do. He <laughs> smoked them. Yeah. He just, it was a very muddy race. There was this one section in the race where there was this like muddyish uphill. And Wout, on like lap one and a half, he hit this uphill and he was able to power up it on his bike where everybody else hopped off and ran their bikes, and up, ran their bikes up it. That was it. Yep. Best cyclist in the world. See ya. How could you argue that? How could you argue against him well, as the best cyclist in the world? Because there's, there's Matthew Vanderpool, Man, Vanderpool out there, and Todd I know Pogacar out there, and there's a, yeah. But, but, but do you see Todd a? Todd doesn't do anything off road, right? Um, yeah, he's just a strictly road guy. So he's just a machine. And, you wind him up and he goes. And wow, one in Paris. And wow, one in he Paris. He won a climbing. What? Which? He, which he won a climbing. On, which stage. one was that one? Which stage was that? I don't know. We're getting to that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's yeah, so pump the brakes here a little bit. Let's, let's, I think Matt's let's just too jump excited. Into it. Matt's all wout excited. I'm wout. I'm all wound up. You're wout up. <laughs> I'm wout. Oh man, we're bad. <laughs> bad jokes here. Uh, pretty much that was the only thing that happened uh, this week. That okay. Champ Bailey is worth talking about. Um, there. Uh, I guess we'll talk about this. You, one, you will have heard the women's race there too. Let's make sure that we give a shout out to the women. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. Yeah. I Go think ahead. it was Lucinda Brand. Yes. Okay. So nice work. She okay. won handily nice too. So <laughs> thank you. She's been crushing it this year too. She's the uh, current world uh, champion, and she's been crushing it. So yeah, she yeah. won by thirty-seven seconds. Okay. Um, was Clara there by chance? She's not. She's come back to the United States because our national championships are this week, and by the time you hear this, you will find out if she's national champion. She's national champion again, or somebody else. So she's come back for that. I'm guessing Katie's not going to show up to that race. Mm. Uh, Katie's career is done. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yep. good luck, Clara. So, and we luck, do Clara. have our uh, little junior out there, Whitney Hayden. Whitney Hayden will have been out there. Yeah. I, I'm hoping and we'll be able Paige to Paige Edwards, this next week. who has been on the podcast before, who's she's now at Brevard yeah. University, and she's racing for that team now, is going to be out there at the cross championships. Yeah. Good job, Paige. Uh, congrats on uh, coming back from a, a little spill, but... Uh, you know, best of luck to you at the, the cross championships. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How about the topic for the day? How do you how do you want to call this? Champ out. Top a couple of top moments in 2021 cycling. Our top cycling moments of 2021. Yeah. This is like, like in the sport. This yeah. is not our moments. We already talked about our backpedal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Something like that. Lance, what you got for the first one? Um, one of the craziest moments that we saw this last year was the Opiomi crash. Oh, oh, good one. <laughs> Do you remember that? The, uh, the, the lady that was holding the, the sign. The lady was holding a sign in the yeah. Tour de France. She was looking towards the camera, and she had a sign that said, Ali Opiomi, which said, 
which meant does it mean hey, hi grandma hello grandpa, grandma and grandpa, grandpa or something like that yeah and she wasn't looking at the peloton coming she was looking at the camera and she was leaning out too far into the road yep. and she got drilled by some Ineos rider right let's just say road glitch <laughs> I know he crashed. it was Tony Martin so oh, it, Tony Martin. it wasn't Ineos rider it was a Jumbo Visma rider so um, yeah got dr- and like four people went down I know lots of people went down yeah but it was a big crash it was a big crash she uh, she she took off after that they had a yeah. hard time finding her but they eventually tracked her down and charged her with something and there was some kind of fine and you know, when when cooler heads prevail, they realize it was just a dumb mistake. It's just a dumb mistake. Yeah, yeah. So it was a dumb mistake. And honestly, you know, race directors like they need to bear some responsibility for educating the crowds and keeping people sure. off the roads. And like, you can't expect people not to be dumb. You don't. You don't realize. I mean, you don't realize how fast they're coming. If you haven't like been at like a race right. and watched it, and sometimes the whole peloton can like widen out if it yep. slows down just a hair or if the road goes up yep. the peloton can go from like three people wide to like 15 people wide yeah. and it was at one of those points where it had gotten very wide and so you know that she's still on the hook for this they didn't like cooler heads haven't prevailed oh, totally they and they're expecting uh, and again we're kind of dating ourselves here in terms of when we recorded this but they're actually expecting a verdict um on december 9th Oh, okay. So it's it's just around the corner that we'll find out what the, uh, what the judge and jury are going to have to say about guilty this. Guilty of being stupid. <laughs> Crimes against guilty. humanity. Death. She's going to be having some fine that she can't pay, and Probably. I'm guessing that's what will happen. Probably, yeah. yeah. So, so that was that was one of them. Matt, do you have a, a moment that was the, kind of a memorable for you? The thing that I thought was ridiculous this year was Kavanich, like, at the tour. Like, first of all, he barely made the tour. The renaissance of Mark Cavendish. And then he just started winning. Is wi- freaking amazing. It was. It's ridiculous. Like, none of that made any sense. And I know that we've talked about this on the podcast and how, uh, you know, if so-and-so hadn't crashed out, if this and that hadn't happened, but it did happen. And he did win, like, what did he win, four sprints or something? He won four sprints. He won the green jersey. I mean, that's um, crazy. In the Tour de this France. Cavendish we're talking about. Who had been, like, who almost who didn't come done. back, who was, was done, like, three years ago. And he's done. <laughs> he's kind of old-ish. But he's, I mean, I guess he'll be there next year. I mean, he's just signed again with uh, Quick Step uh, over the weekend, as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He probably cashed a big check, man. Uh, I think I think they made it performance-based again. So a smart choice. Yeah, it wasn't like a big, um, the big contract, right. but there were performance. Um, and there, there are companies that love him so much. I think Specialized and other companies that sure. are just like, hey, if you bring him in, then you know, the, if he's part of the deal, then we're on board for sponsoring the team. And like, I just think he's a good ticket for not only him himself and his story, but also sponsorship follows. You know what he does, so. It's that, interesting. That was amazing to watch that he was able to pull that off and it win those races. Was and weird. It, yeah. <laughs> There's some weird. Strange. It was some weird stuff that happened this year. I, I don't, I'm not saying that. I don't was. like the guy. I didn't like watching him win yeah. a single stage, and I think he's still an ass hat. <laughs> he is an yeah. ass hat. <laughs> <laughs> he is an ass hat. There was when true. he undressed that mechanic at the tour, 
he did went off on the mechanic about and everybody's like oh he's a changed man he's such a nice guy and now. he's still and he's, cracked on he's, his he's, he's, he knows better of his ways he's always been an asset he's still an asset and will continue <laughs> to be an asset and i do not like the guy sorry mark cavendish yeah and i've seen it's jake tell us how you really feel there, about it. once you've established like that this guy is a jerk it's like hard to get over it because some of the stuff he's done on the bike with hitting people with his helmet and stuff like that you just oh, see all that yeah. stuff and you're like that guy's a yeah. When he cried about Sagan, and it yep. wasn't even Sagan's fault, it was Cavendish's hood from leaning into Sagan that yep. caught his arm and caused him to go down, and yep. him sitting there crying, and why they threw Sagan and out Sagan of the And Sagan got thrown out. That was, was like two ridiculous. years, three years, four years ago. I've yeah, seen him cause so many crashes, and he rides flagrantly. If anybody bats an eye at the guy, he cries and cries and cries foul. And he's just, I don't know, he's just got an arrogance about him that just uh, it rubs me the wrong way i do think that it has mellowed out since he's had kids maybe and i have seen some things that yeah. he's done in the press well i don't know if it was staged so that it can give him a little bit more of a better pr right thing Could but be. still things that he's done for kids in his home or like has gone out for a ride with a kid and, and i thought that was pretty cool because the kid was a huge cavendish fan that 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 part's kind of cool but was that him being himself or was right. that him doing Part something that his PR firm put together yeah, for right. him to give him a better, you know, chance at maybe getting a contract because maybe his he's learned from his his past. Either know? way, clearly one of the top moments of twenty twenty one. I'm guessing that Jake disagrees with you, Matt. <laughs> he can't. You can't even disagree with it because it's such a weird thing that happened. It is it, definitely it I'm was not crazy. Saying, I'm not saying that this is yeah. a, I'm not saying that this is um like Hurrah, we are all crying and cheering for Cavendish for his success because we all love him. No, I'm saying that this is a top moment in cycling because no one expected Nobody it. Nobody expected it. Well, it I don't weird. know, Matt. I would have put you behind that Dunnick quick step lead out, and uh, you probably would have won some stages too. I probably would have. That's a machine I right actually, there. Anybody you plug it into that situation, done. They, they called true. me, and I just you know, you, you I put it on it silent. And, you know, I'm like, quit, quit calling. Quit. I got I'm a YouTube, YouTube video YouTube, to get out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a YouTube video to put out. Can't make it. Yeah. If any one of those big names had opted or not opted, had not crashed out of the the, the tour. Yes. That had a big deal with it. There were several sprinters that went down the first week. If that stuff had not happened, then you wouldn't have had this crazy situation. Yes. If Cavendish was on any other team, that wouldn't have happened. Also correct. I mean, yes, the stars aligned for him. Yeah. But that's the thing. That's why it's so weird. The stars aligned. And I would never have guessed that. Yeah. Well, how many how many stages is. is he gonna win next year? None. None. <laughs> Zero. I I I'll even go out on the I'll he won't even finish the race. Not even gonna finish it. Hey, that's a safe bet. He so barely finished it this you year. Guys he only s- finished it so we could get the green jersey. You've right. seen who's throwing their name in the hat for the green jersey in twenty two, right? Uh Wout and Vanderpool. Vanderpool right? Sorry, that's Cav. <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> They've both thrown their Caleb names. Ewing coming back. You got Sam Bennett. They'll be back on a different team. You've got a, a handful of other sprinters yeah. that I would say before him. The only reason Vanderpool didn't stick around is because he was prepping for the Olympics. Yep. So he bailed because of the Olympics. You know, Since we're talking about MVP, around. we should talk about MVPs as one of our top situations for 2021. Before we go on, though, can I? Can we all just agree? Asshat, Cavendish, asshat. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Okay. okay Vanderpool. Vanderpool Olympics. Okay, I mean, well, there, there's, there's the Olympics. There's the, what he did at the tour. Well, just okay, just, Vanderpool in, just in general. Vanderpool. Yeah, that Stud. tour was spectacular when Vanderpool turned it on. Yep, what he did was was unreal. Yeah, he 
It was in the first week of the tour. Yes. There was a climb that had bonus seconds for the first one at the top of the climb, and he just... Just he uncorked everything and just it was blew up the field. And it was going, interesting. He just the? atom bombed because, up the hill because yeah. I don't remember who it was, but someone was in the lead by a good bit, and it was just like all of a sudden he was like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm, take. I'm those. doing this." And it like he just it looked like everyone else was standing still. He bolted up there, who got that? the that bonus the seconds, and then he they do another lap and they come back around for the finish, and he does it again. Yeah, and everybody's thinking like, "Oh, there's no way he can do it again." He, you know. He, he, he burned his match. He's done. And Alaphilippe just watched oh, him right away. He's like, oh, my gosh, it. are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy? Well, of course, they know who he is. But yeah. that was so that was amazing to watch him. And then winning he, yellow. He won the stage, and he won the yellow was, jersey. was amazing just with, because the whole backstory with his dad. His, his grandfather, grandfather was okay. a former yellow jersey winner. And he no. Had, he, was he He was, was he technically supposed winner? to have it, but That's there was, what it was. There was yes. something yeah, I can't remember. He never what, had the yellow jersey. Yeah, he was, was second after, or something. Or yeah, something. There's some. Like there's that. a good story there that we all I messed think, up. <laughs> and his father had just, or his grandfather had just, just passed, passed away. Passed away. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. So. I should look it up because we're killing that <laughs> we're story. Killing we're murdering. That story. That story. It's all off the top of our heads. Yeah. Uh, there was funny. an error or something like that, and somebody else was awarded the yellow jersey. And it wasn't yeah. until like after the race or something like that that they said that oh, our bad. He wasn't supposed to have it. It was Vanderpool's grandfather. Like, yeah. And so he never. Physically got to stand up on the podium, and I don't know if he was ever actually given a yellow jersey, but it was just kind of one of those things, like, after the fact, you know, it was a little bit of... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, right. Anyway, so Vanderpool wanted to, to win it for his grandfather, who had just passed away, and he did it handily, and he got he to wear the yellow yeah. jersey for, gosh, almost a week, right, before he left and, and abandoned to get ready for yeah, the... Yeah, it was uh, like four more days or something. Yeah, I think he only did the first, like, nine days of the tour. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So he did leave the tour early. And left every, the tour early? Because he had all these aspirations to go win gold in the mountain bike. Because he's a, he's an off-roady guy. He, obviously, we know he does the cyclocross, but he, he also races cross. mountain bikes, too. He does race mountain bikes so as well. He goes to uh, Tokyo, jumps in the, yeah. uh, the Olympic mountain bike race, and proceeded to on the first lap. Crash. <laughs> he went right over the handlebars. Oops. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like he... It, so he did all this buildup, left the Tour de France early, went to do this Olympic race. They, there's this one technical um, drop-off that you kind of that, – that had a ramp on it yep. during warm-ups – that they took the ramp away. Yeah, and his coach told him multiple race. times. His coach it's like coming. I told him like four or five times it's not going to be there, and he hit it like there was going to be a ramp. And guess what? He went right over the bars. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, turns out his grandfather was a like tour. They said tour champions for many years, but never wore the maillot jaune. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. I thought there's. I, I'm pretty sure that there's a story in there, but I could be totally wrong. I thought that was something Tour like champion being loose term. Right. Exactly. Because <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So yeah, pretty crazy that uh, he went to the Olympics and then it just all kind of detonated on him because you we were all expecting him to kind of run away with right. it. Yeah. And then he just he just he just didn't get his weight back or drop his seat post. And if he'd done either of those things, you'd have been fine. Yeah. Have been fine. <laughs> Dang it! It's like he just. It's like. One momentary lapse of not realizing what's coming up, and the race was over. But so. he's back to good health. He is, yeah. Um, he raced cyclocross. He has not raced cyclocross yet. Actually, by the time you hear oh. this, he will. Right. But um, he is planning on um, he is planning on 
seven or eight cyclocross races across Belgium and coming to the World Championships in Fayetteville, Arkansas in January. Wow. That's his plan. That's cool. Yeah. So, Have you made up your mind if you're going to go out there and watch that? I haven't yet. Uh, the timing doesn't quite work with the other plans we have, but, you know. Jump on your private Learjet jet. You and just never know. <laughs> uh, you, Chris Surratt's going. Chris Surratt is going. Him and his wife have rented a place yeah, and there you go. are going to go out there and watch it, and I might go crash their Airbnb. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if I could make it out there. I think the drive to Fayetteville is like three days. It's not short, and I would rather drive out there than hop on a plane and fly. I know that sounds ridiculous, but... You're like Joe Madden, dude. You're like, you don't fly. You just drive, right? I, I don't mind flying. It's just... Man, when you like can like, here. when you can take like three or four days and stop and ride in cool places on the way, and yeah, so I don't know. So if I can make that work, I might. but right. I'm not quite sure. So cool. I don't know. All right. Well, what's next? What else do we got here? Well, speaking of cyclocross champions, what about Wout van Aert's year? Would he be on our top list? We've mentioned already that he is doing okay in cyclocross. One hundred percent. Yes. Absolutely. He's he had a bit of a year at the tour. You could say it was weird. <laughs> won a time trial. He won a time won trial. A time trial. Won a sprint. Won a sprint, and he won a, won a mountain stage. stage. What, what the heck? That doesn't happen. I mean, it's that been a long time since that's in, happened. I'm confused. In Paris, like not <laughs> any one. He Paris. didn't just win. He just didn't. I mean, he won a sprint, but like he won Paris. Like that's just so weird. Yeah. It was a weird tour. That's wow. Which uh, mountain stage was that? I, I, I know. I'm trying to think, too. Here. It, it, was, the, was it the Pyrenees or the Alps or something like know. that? Whatever it was, it was like one of the was hardest it, was days. It, was it Mount Ventoux twice? Something like that. Maybe. But I'm going to look he, it up. Yeah, you I look feel that like up while we're talking like, about it. It's like not just a mountain stage. Like but the he mountain didn't stage. just barely win that. He destroyed that, that, that day, that race. He did. That stage was his by, like, minutes, if I'm not mistaken. And to know that he's a bigger guy, too. I mean, he's, what, 170-ish? He's tall, yeah. but, but he is... So, because he's tall, he weighs more. Exactly. And he has got yeah. the... Montfontu. It was the Montfontu How stage. stupid is that, right? <laughs> Twice. So, he crushed that, and uh, it was, like, the next day that he won the, the sprint stage, right? Or it was, like, I, within a day or two. I think it was. Just know. amazing. He also won... Didn't he win a couple um, of the big one-day races, monuments? He won one of the monuments, Did too. I Probably. Know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> He's amazing. Just knowing him, yeah. He's it's just amazing. It's just ridiculous. So, Matt, what's more amazing, winning those three different disciplines of uh, the tour, like the sprint and the time trial and the mountain stage? What's more impressive, that or Cavendish? Okay. What's more impressive, obviously, I'd say, wow, just – being so crazy versatile. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. whereas like the Cav winning this thing is just more like, that's unexpected. Like just weird. So, so when you say I, weird, are we, are we talking about strange? No, like uh, I'd say Walt's performances lean itself more to like drugs or maybe something weird, strange going on that because oh, you're, no so one you're thinking Wout. No, I mean, I'm saying that that performance tends to look a little bit more, more odd in that gotcha. direction compared to Cavendish because Cavendish has been a sprinter for his whole life and he won some sprints and he had a good lead out train. Yep. It is weird that he's this old and doing that well, but but yeah, but to win Mont Ventoux and then win in Paris and it's just like those are very different races. And yeah. Can I go over what he's done this year? Yeah, sure. Yes, please. 
So he just won this cyclocross race. Sure. Yep. Um, he was he won the Tour of Britain. Okay. In September, and he won okay. one, two, three. He went. He won four stages at the Tour of Britain. He was second at the World Championships time trial. So he wow. was right there on the time trial. He won three stages of the Tour de France. He won the Amstel Gold Race. Jeez. He won Ghent Wevelgum. Uh, he won. He won the green jersey at Tirana Adratico and yep. won two stages of that. Um, and then he was second in the World Championship Cyclocross race last year as well. So that was, was in the yeah that was still this year though. It probably. was yeah. January. It right. was January of 2021, and he was second behind. That is a year. I'll be very curious to see how he does in this year's tour, just because a long he can do anything. If they're saying that he's going to throw his hat in the ring to win some of the uh, green green jerseys stages, how does that support Roglic? Roglic? It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, that means it means they have to split their team. They have to have. Do they? Because Wout doesn't need your help. (laughs) Maybe not. Wout (laughs) needs no one's help. Okay, that's a good point. Like Sagan, yeah, Sagan Sagan could surf and could still win races without really a lead out. There are there are stages that lead themselves very well to having a big lead out train, right? Like you have this like flat finish clear straight shot in it's just like each team lines up and goes you kind of have to have a good team for that yeah sagan was weird because he could surf and still do pretty well but it definitely forces his way into a A team a team (laughs) he's like he's like which leg which ride your train (laughs) (laughs) who's who's next here who's next oh peter sagan's here he's on our team get off our bus right right yeah he's Pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I, it, it's curious what Jumbo Visma will do because they'll need three or four climbers right. to help with the climbing stages, and then they'll have to have a few other people just to help protect Wout or keep him close if he's going to be going for Roglic. sprint stages. They they should take care of Roglic. He is the real deal. He is. He's the real deal. Yeah. Grand Tour guy yes he, and yes uh, it's just tough because you know he he could be on fire and still get second yes with with pojakar is that it, good yeah so that's interesting yeah it'll be great to watch I'm excited see what happens 2022 looking just forward out of to curiosity it. out of all of these cyclists and we're going to continue talking about a few more things here of all the cyclists that are actively racing right now if you guys could be one of those guys who would it be or gals even I well don't care. wow is the easy one vanderpool you'd be vanderpool over about yeah. Well, why? Just because he's better looking or something? Because I hate time trialing. <laughs> yeah, time trialing. <laughs> and Vanderpool doesn't really time trial. Well, mostly because he not. still did pretty well though at the tour. Most because he hasn't really tried. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's interesting. Yeah. What is a cyclocross race anyway? It's like the forty-five minute time trial through mud, or an True. hour time trial through mud. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. What about but what you, he can Van- do on a mountain bike too well, is just so amazing. You're Vanderpool. You're, you're wow. I think wow because. I'm scared that he could do. He could literally like win anything. <laughs> like, yeah. Can he like get yellow jersey? Like that's stupid, right? Like, but if he was a little thinner, he can win. If you can win Mount Von Mount Von Two, then you can have some sort of. I think that you have some sort of potential to win the whole thing. I mean, who's got a better resume between Wout and uh, Vanderpool? Well, that's that's a, always been the debate. Well, that's a couple years older, yeah. just a couple years older. But I mean, he 
Wouts won the Cross World Championship three times. But so is Vanderpool. Vanderpool has won the Cross World Championship three times. Um, Vanderpool has... He won several classics this year as well. He's won more mountain bike races. Van Ert hasn't done as many um, mountain bike races, mm-hmm. but on the road, they pretty evenly matched, except... I think, you think I, think, Wout's I think Wout's got more... Well, I just think he has... I don't think that he's necessarily, you know, better on the road. I just think that he's just had another, what, two years? Because this was MVP's, like, first year. Yeah. I just think he's got, like, two extra years. That's all. That's It's it's just very... They're very interesting in that they... I am sure that they are good friends and, you they're, know, good competitors. They've been competing against each other forever since they were juniors. I think they're, like, frenemies, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're frenemies. But, I mean, like, they've been traveling to the same races since they were probably in their since they were teenagers right yes i mean no like since they were like 13 yeah yeah yeah. like like because they they went from junior junior cyclocross once from belgium once from the netherlands Mm -hmm. so they're like you know bordering countries so they're friends yeah they're friends i would think and have known each other forever yeah so i do think that their careers are very similar in a lot of ways. Vanderpool this year, um, he won a stage of the Tour de France, a couple stages of the Tour de Swiss. Um, I'm looking else here. He won two stages of Tirana Adratico. He won Strade Bianche. Um, and then he won Cyclocross World Champs. So, you know, wins on the whole, Van Art did better in 2021 than Vanderpool did. But, so. but if he's two years back, it just it may just be a matter of time. Yeah. They, we may be talking about like, oh, those two are the two best, you know, cyclists ever. Who knows? So going back to the Jumbo Visma team real quick for this coming up here, if they are going to divide those two teams, is Dumoulin going to come back and race on the team? I know that he's saying that he's coming back to road racing. He is. Okay, um, so I, I think the talk is that he is going to come back. Would he okay, come so back yeah. and support? Yes, I believe right. so. You yeah. would have to think so. He's a time trial guy, time right? Time trial guy, and absolutely. If, but he can climb. If you remember yep. towards the end of the season, uh, there was a number, another Jumbo Visma rider that came on pretty stinking strong who had a really good year in his own right, that Jonas uh, Vingergaard. Oh, yeah. So yes. you've got uh, some names it. in there that those guys alone can help support Roglic. I mean, they don't maybe they don't <sighs> need it. It's if Dumoulin's Plus coming Tony back and he, can, yeah, and he can support. Is um, Tony Martin done? He, Tony Martin might be done. He might be done. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I can take a look here and find yeah, out. Yeah, see if moment, he's but, retiring but this year or just, something. Just knowing that, like, just having Dumoulin come back. If you can have, like, yep. Dumoulin that have just, like, 95% of what Dumoulin used to be, that's a pretty big way to step in and fill the shoes of a Walt Varnart that was helping him for the, the past year. When yeah, I think I think that team is fine. I don't think, like, if, if Wout wants to do the sprint stuff and he can do it kind of on his own, I think they're going to, I think they'll be fine. I, I don't think that takes that much away from Roglic. Yeah. Of course, they may have someone else to support besides Roglic. Should be fun. Yeah, be crazy. Is it July yet? <laughs> I know. No, I got to scoot here. Okay. How about this? Let's just call this. Let's call this done. I think we've done enough stuff. Let's do one last thing real quick. Okay. We're 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 deep into this, right? All deep. Right. There's other cool stuff. Go look it up on Google. <laughs> There's so many cool things. Comment yeah. comment on it. Let us know. Yep. Send us an email. Let us know what we missed. Yep. One last thing, Matt. Go for it. Um, there's always a video. It's hard to know exactly what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> what are you doing in a couple weeks when this comes out? <laughs> but, uh, but go back and watch all the old videos that I posted. I'm trying to post a lot of stuff right now just towards the end of the year because there's just a lot of stuff going on. Gift guides for you know holiday buying. Um, 
the that series of videos with all of those other sports tech YouTuber tech YouTubers yes, yeah. that should be like wrapping up by now. So there's six videos there to kind of play around and flip through. Uh-huh. A lot of stuff, a lot of videos coming out. Gotcha. A lot more planned for next year. Gotcha. Cool. cool. What else you got there, Mr. Hepler? Uh, for me, uh, you know, love your kids, yep. lug, hug your family, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that jazz that's happening uh, this week. Um, I have started my training plan to be ready for training camp. <laughs> Only 675 <laughs> more days left in your training plan, I, Lance. I've just, I've just started like a 12-week program to try to get me back somewhat in shape for 12, training camp 12 weeks until the <laughs> 12 weeks until the yeah. real you coming camp. to training camp with us matt i was going i i don't think i'm going to be able to make it we um qualified for state in our like like swimming whatever oh cool our kids swim stuff and so nice. i think i'm doing that instead so cool yeah right on i know i know i there, I could like fly down there and then fly back up, you know, like do like a short trip or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. Cool. Um, my one last thing was uh, we've still got the bikes for kids thing going. We're going to yeah. try and do that into the uh, the January month of January. Yep. We're trying to hit some pretty lofty goals. Um, as we record this, I'm blown away. Um, we're well beyond where we're at. We've got people that are willing to match uh, pretty wow. large sums of money. So um Oh, let's I, make those people that are matching hurt. Yeah, so they're willing to match like the whole next thousand dollar jump that we make. So for if we put if we get a thousand dollars in money's raised, they'll they'll match it dollar for dollar, which is pretty cool. Wow, that's awesome. So looking forward to that. Um, other than that, uh, it's been a good year, you guys. Thank been a good you. Good Been an excellent year. Appreciate your time. Appreciate every uh, every I don't know, podcast that we've done has been just a blast. I, I agree. They are fun. I'm doing this for a long time. So. For all you all there listening, we thank you too. We greatly appreciate that. We will catch you next week. Until then, bye for now.